Well, good morning, everyone. I'm glad that you came up for this children's message. Well, today, I think you know it's a special day, isn't it? You know, do you know what today is? It's Mother's Day. Oh, you knew that. Wow, you are smart. Smarter than some of us here. My wife had to tell me it was Mother's Day, so she had to remind me. So maybe you need reminders like that, too. Well, today is also Good Shepherd Sunday. And so Jesus tells us that he is the Good Shepherd, and we are the sheep, and we are to follow him and listen to him, right? Well, to help you understand what that means, uh, I have a, a couple of questions for you. Kind of a quick quiz of voices and sounds, okay? Um, you know what a cow sounds like, right? What, what sound does, does a cow make? Moo! Okay, I like that. Hey, that was awesome. Um, moo, that's a good answer. Um, how about what sound does a sheep or a lamb make? Bah! Can you say that with me? Bah! Let's ask them to help us. Bah! Okay, yeah, a lot of sheep here. This is great. Okay, well, we know what a cow, sound a cow makes, so what a sheep makes. What sound does mom make? What sound does mom make? Have you ever heard that? Well, I'll tell you what my mom, the sound my mom makes. You know what my mom's or my mother-in-law makes? No. <laughs> does mom ever say no to you? Y yeah, okay, here we got an honest one. Okay, good, yeah. Well, why would mom ever say no to you? Because what? Yeah, she's, she's trying to help you, right? Um, Mom says no because she loves you, and she's trying to protect you. And if you try to take that fourth bowl of ice cream, Mom is probably going to say no. Not because she doesn't like you, but because she loves you. She's trying to take care of you. Well, in the Bible, Jesus tells us that he loves us, but sometimes Jesus says no to us, right? But it's never because he doesn't love us. It's always because he loves us just like mom loves us. And so that's why it's important to listen to mom's voice. It's even more important to listen to Jesus' voice. And that's why every Christian mom would tell you the same thing. Let's pray to Jesus and ask him to help us to listen to his voice. Dear Jesus, we know you are the good shepherd. We thank you for giving each one of us a mom. And thank you, Lord, for all the time she says yes to us but even when she says no to us. And when you say no to us in your word, help us remember it's because you're trying to protect us from something. Help us, Lord, always listen to you, dear Jesus, our good shepherd. Help us listen to the voice of your word in the Bible. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God's word for this Good Shepherd Sunday, as well as our theme tells you, the blessing of the sermon and prayer is recorded for us in John chapter 10. Staff Minister Kershaw already, already shared with you what John chapter 10 is all about, but I'd like to focus you in on these two verses from chapter 10, verse 3. The Bible says, The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. This is God's word, we pray. Lord Jesus, sanctify us by your truth. 
Your inspired word is truth. Amen. You may be seated. In the name of the Good Shepherd Jesus, dear fellow sheep and lambs in God's kingdom, God bless your Mother's Day. I know Mother's Day isn't big on the liturgical church year, but each one of us has been given a mom, and I can't think of a better place to be on Mother's Day to thank God for giving us our mom. And as I look at some of you here, I see that you're sitting with mom. If you're with mom today, or you're going to see her later today or this week, you are doubly blessed. I say that because there are also many among us that are separated from their mom. My mom doesn't live all around here. She lives a ways away, and so I'm not going to be with her. Some of us are, are separated from mom by either distance or maybe even death. And maybe some people here would love to have families of their own, but God hasn't blessed them in this way. If you're in that situation, I have a message from God's word for you. God loves you more than you know. Keep talking to him in prayer. He's listening, and he's going to answer in his perfect time and in his perfect way. He promises to take care of you no matter what. But moms are so important in the Bible to God that do you know that God even compares his perfect love with a mother's love? Do you know where it says that? Isaiah chapter 66, this is what the Bible says. As a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. Wow! Mom's love must be special if even God compares his love to mom. Well, just picture what kind, what that comfort looks like. Maybe this picture will help you. Think of a four-year-old little girl. She's all alone in the middle of the night, and then she hears a sound that terrifies her, and she cries out. Now, there's a big difference for that four-year-old little girl hearing the voice of her mom who brings instant comfort to her when mom says, it's okay, honey, I'm right here. Everything's going to be just fine. There's a big difference between her voice or the gruff voice of a stranger who says, pipe down, kid. There's something comforting about a mom's voice, and what she says makes a big difference. But now take that same four-year-old little girl and add 10 years. She's now 14 years old. She's been listening to her mom's voice, well, all of her life, and now the voice of her mom is trying to guide her at a key moment. She's trying to tell that 14-year-old that the boy that she's interested in is no good for her. What would you expect that girl to do? No way she's listening to mom this time, right? She trusted her mom's voice all her life. But now, in fact, mom's disapproval only makes that boy more fascinating. So what happened? Same mom, same girl. It's just that the kids started listening to another voice, a voice that wasn't mom's. 
But as I see some of the young ladies looking at me with darts, don't worry, it's not just you. It's not just young ladies don't always listen. All of us don't always listen to the voice that we need most. On this Mother's Day, our gospel lesson from John chapter 10 focuses us on one voice. And if you have a Christian mom, she'll tell you what that voice you should listen to even more than her. It's the voice of our good shepherd Jesus. His voice is more comforting and more true than the voice of any mom ever could be. So my friends, the takeaway from today's sermon is this. Listen to the voice of the good shepherd Jesus. His voice is one that we can trust, and his voice leads us to heaven. Are you familiar with the ancient story of the sirens in Greek mythology? In fact, more specifically, Homer's poem called The Odyssey. Well, some of you are looking at me too saying, Pastor, it's not like I have Homer right on my shelf. But if you've ever seen the movie from the year 2000, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? with George Clooney, you've seen the scene that I'm talking about, the Song of the Sirens. In that movie, Clooney and his buddies, as they're driving along, suddenly hear this beautiful voice. Actually, voice says, and they stop their vehicle and head down by the river, and they see these beautiful women with these beautiful voices, and I think you know what ended up happening. They robbed Clooney and his friends blind. Well, in Greek mythology, sirens were actually beasts and monsters disguised as women who had beautiful voices. And they would appear in the sea, and what they would do is they would sing, luring the sailors and their ships closer and closer to the rocks. And by the time that those sailors recognized the danger, saw the bones, saw the crushed ships, it was much too late. Well, in John chapter 10, Jesus uses a similar picture of voices calling out to us. He compares dangerous voices of this world to the only voice we need, the voice of the Good Shepherd. In our reading, Jesus talks about the thief who comes in to harm the sheep. And Jesus doubles down in this gospel lesson and tells us that he is the good shepherd and that his voice we can trust. Just listen to what Jesus described in our reading. He said, he calls his own sheep by name. That means Jesus knows each one of us personally. He leads them out. He goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. Oh, Jesus is more than qualified to be our good shepherd that he's talking about. As the perfect son of God, when Jesus speaks, he has our best interests in mind. He knows exactly what we need because he's perfect. He has perfect knowledge and he has perfect power. But Jesus is also our human brother. That means he's 100% human who's come down from heaven to earth to experience what we experience. Do you think Jesus always had it easy? Uh, I don't know if the Jews celebrated a mom's day. I should have asked Pastor Smith that question. But you know what? Jesus had an imperfect mom, didn't he, Mary? She wasn't always perfect. And Joseph, I'm sure they made mistakes. But Jesus didn't say, because they're not perfect, I'm not going to listen to them. 
Instead, Jesus willingly obeyed his mom and dad every single time. For every single time, we didn't. Yes, Jesus knows exactly what we need and gives us exactly what we need because he placed himself under God's law. So listen to the voice of our good shepherd, Jesus. His voice we can trust. So as we apply that text to us, which voice have you been listening to? Oh, be honest. We've heard the siren song of sin calling us, not to the rocks, but actually to something worse. And we've heard the voice of Jesus, our good shepherd, right in his word. But a bigger question is this. Where does that voice lead us? Oh, maybe we've been listening to the familiar voice, not of Jesus, but of our friends. Our friends who tell us, just fit in. Just go with the flow. Even if we know if we do that, we know we might compromise who we are. We might have to cover up for sin. We might have to lie. Oh, my friends, that voice sounds sweet, but where does it lead? Oh, that sweet song often turns sour. Or maybe we listen to the voice of success masked by greed that says, Oh, sure. Give your church offerings. Just don't give too much. Oh, you care about other people, but you know what? You don't have to help them. Take care of yourself first before helping someone else. Well, now that voice sounds reasonable. It sounds responsible. But where does that voice lead? Only the rocks of dissatisfaction, envy, to the dead bones of a selfish life, or as King Solomon said in the book of Ecclesiastes, a chasing after the wind. Or maybe we've been listening too much to the voice of this world, this world's wisdom that says, come on, I know you went to church, but you really believe that stuff in the Bible? I mean, miracles like God creating the world? A life is precious? Even when that baby isn't even born yet? Is that such a big deal? Jesus walking on water. Him rising from the dead. Nobody believes that dusty old stuff anymore. Worldly wisdom promises proof and certainty, but just leads us to depend on the undependable. It leads us to a life of needless worry. And finally, the dry bones of a dying faith and an eternity separated from God, certainly these are not the voices to trust. Oh, but the voice of the Good Shepherd, available to us on the pages of Holy Scripture. Ah, now that's a voice that we should listen to. He's not like any of the other voices, Jesus says. The voices of those robbers. Just think about what the voices of this world do. These, the voices of, these, of this world only seek to take from us what they can. The voice of our Good Shepherd Jesus, he just talks to us because of what he can give to us. Listen closely to our reading. Jesus was talking to the Pharisees, and he was warning the people, don't listen to what they have to say, because the Pharisees only promoted themselves. They only promoted a work-righteous faith. Follow us, keep God's laws, and you know what? You'll be fine. 
Jesus said, that's not the voice we should listen to. Instead, Jesus gave us another one of the great I am sections of the Bible. Jesus said, very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. Can you visualize that? Back in Bible times, the best sheep pen was a cave, and I think you can see why. Because it was sealed on three sides. And there was only one way into that cave, and only one way out. As a shepherd, who wasn't just a shepherd doing his job, as a good shepherd who dearly loved his sheep, he would provide for them, protect them, lead them into the cave at night to make sure they weren't snatched by predators. Only one way in, one way out. You know what a good shepherd would do? He would literally get down on the ground and be the gate for that sheep. And if a predator wanted to get in to kill any of his sheep, they have to do it over his dead body. That's how much the shepherd would love his sheep. Today, God's word sounds the alarm, and it warns us, you and I, this week, every week, we have to ask ourselves, what voice are we listening to? Those voices that are playing to the crowd. Oh, their songs are much different, but their intent is all the same, the Bible says, to steal to kill, to destroy. You and I have a target on each one of our backs as Christian believers. Satan just wants to confuse us, to divide, to damn. Oh, that predator Satan, he just wants a, sneep, a sheep snack, and he wants you, and he wants me, and he has the bait. He knows our weaknesses, and he sings to us a song that each one of us just loves to hear of this world. And he also has the teeth, because the wages of sin is still death. But just remember, my friends, Satan has to go through something. He has to go through the gate. He has to go through Jesus. On every page of the New Testament, we see Jesus as the good shepherd, as the gate, and he was always trying to stop Jesus of his mission of saving us and the world. But Jesus didn't listen to any of those siren songs. Instead, he only listened to the will of his Father in heaven. And Jesus even conquered death by allowing himself to be tortured. His body, dead body, to be placed in a cold tomb, but then rise three days later. Yes, you and I are still celebrating that beautiful fact that Christ is risen. He's risen indeed. And that's why our good shepherd Jesus is such an effective gate. That's why his voice leads us to heaven. Chap verse 10 of our reading says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Certainly when we follow Jesus, we're getting a full life. Oh, it may not be a life of prosperity. We may not have all the material blessings that everyone else has, but we have exactly what we need. In fact, much more than we need. That's what Jesus promises to give us, but he also promises to give us heaven. Today, the theme of our service is the blessing of the sermon and prayer. Every week, you and I have come to this sanctuary. We've come to this room to hear the sermon you hear more than just the voice of Ailhoffen, Scharf, and Smith. You hear the voice of your good shepherd speaking to you right through God's word. We don't just preach in what we feel like. 
we preach on the theme of the day to share with you God's flock, the whole counsel of God. And every week you and I hear God's voice of law telling us no sometimes, like mom, telling us things that sometimes sting that we don't want to hear. But God's word shares that with us so that we see how much we need him. But every week, the sermon here at St. Paul's will tell you and show you our Savior. will give you the sweet gospel that no matter how many times you and I have wandered far from the sheep pen, wandered far from home, we have forgiveness freely and fully, all because Jesus laid down his life for the sheep. A sermon is more than just a pep talk, a halftime speech. It's literally straight from heaven to your ears for you to hear because God's Holy Spirit works through every sermon that is preached to add to our faith because we need to listen to the voice of our Good Shepherd. He, his voice leads us to heaven. He says in chapter 10, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. Yes, Jesus every day is giving us a life of purpose now and finally leading us to heaven. That's a voice of victory. You know how for a four-year-old, mom is the ultimate. And sometimes at age 14, mom might seem clueless. But age 24, let me tell you, I got twins. And now that they're 25, they think mom speaks wisdom every day. Well, almost every day. Did mom change? Of course not. She stayed the woman that she was. But even more important than mom's voice is God's voice. God's voice never changes. He always tells us the truth, and he speaks to us in love. So whether we like to hear or not, always listen to the voice of our good shepherd Jesus. His voice we can trust. His voice leads us to heaven. You know, if a dumb sheep can listen to the voice of a good shepherd, you and I can listen to Jesus. Amen. May the peace of God, which certainly surpasses all human understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ. Amen. You may be seated. For our stewardship thought today, we want to remind you that if you brought an offering for our Good Shepherd Jesus, you can simply place it in the basket as you leave, as well as if you'd like to fill out one of those uh, communication cards or connection cards uh, that you were here today, we'd appreciate it. You can also bring your offering to our office, or you can give online. Today for our stewardship thought, I'd like to talk to you a little bit more about the stewardship of time, more specifically, of prayer. God has given us our time so that we can talk to God anytime, anywhere. I'd ask that you, since we're introducing the hymnal, to please take out the hymnal from the rack right now and open it up to page 255. Page 255. If you get here early to church or you stay here late and you'd like to have a great prayer for whatever you need, you'll see a great listing of prayer on, the, on that page and the page after. These are personal prayers. They're excellent ways to talk to God. And actually, if you want to buy one of these hymnals, you can take it home after the service that are available at the information desk. But I'd, I'd like to ask you right now, 
which are the best prayers that God loves to hear? Now, these are great prayers you just are looking at right now, but you know what the best prayers are? The best prayers are like chocolate chip cookies. The best cookies aren't just the ones made by the pros. They're the homemade kind because they're made with love. The best prayers that you and I can pray to God are the ones that we come to God. And let me give you three quick suggestions to simply pray, Lord, have mercy, whatever situation you find yourself in. Or, Lord, please guide me. Don't just tell God what you want to do. Listen to God and his word when he directs us. And finally, Lord, forgive me. He has forgiveness available only because of Jesus. Let's pray right now and ask Jesus to help us. Dear Jesus, thank you for giving us the gift of prayer, whether they're written prayers that we use or, Lord, prayers that come from our heart. Forgive us those times we've been slow to pray. Instead, Lord, help us and help us teach our children and grandchildren to use our time always to pray to you, knowing you're going to answer in your perfect time and in your perfect way. Amen.